0: right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Mani. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Katie. Hey, Monica. What's up? Oh, not much. Just enjoying this spontaneous recording session we decided to make happen. Yeah, I think it's really great that we are not prepared. Oh, yeah. I do, too. (laughs) In the best of ways, Mm -hmm. uh, that we are about to have a little improv Mm -hmm. talk. We decided to have an improv recording session, so what better way... To do an improv recording session than to talk about improv. Exactly. And to not be prepared for that. Yeah. Although we did, full disclosure, think we were going to prepare slightly and we we were like, okay, let's take a minute. And I was going to review some things in this book I've been reading, which I'm just going to name drop is Improv Wisdom by Patricia Ryan Madsen. And it's really interesting. But I flipped this book open and the first thing it said was, don't prepare, just show up. (laughs) And I was like, nope. No prepare. We're showing up. Press record. Here we are. <laughs> we have shown up for you. We are here and now it will happen. We are not actually aliens, although we sound like we are. We are robots. Indeed. Mimicking aliens. <laughs> Which we think is hilarious. Ah, ah, ah. It is hilarious. It is hilarious because we're going with it. Yeah, we allowed for it to be happening, and that's the first rule of improv: is yes and what next? That's right. So, the thing about life and the thing about improv are that you don't know what to expect. You don't know what your partner's going to come up with. You don't know what the world's going to throw at you. And in the spirit of improv, in the spirit of yes and. Uh, A good way to move is with the flow and less resistance. And letting go of your feeling the need to control everything. Mm -hmm. Because in improv, you're only one little piece of the puzzle and you can't force your friend to do the skit you had in mind it just comes right. and that's really what life is and that's really what our writing exercises are is all kind of reminders on how to be a little better in the real world in the moment mhm and supportive of that moment whatever even if it's not feeling like it's to our advantage or the best thing that could be happening to me right now there's potentially someone else that's getting Really cool things happening to them. And you could vibe off that if you would just open your eyes and stop being sorry for whatever situation we're in, whatever circumstances surrounding us. I have us. to tie this in to our girl, Brooke Steele. Yes, please do. And, um... She talks about, you know, in life we have negative experiences and positive experiences, and the negative ones are probably going to be like half of what we're dealing with. There's going to be probably, likewise, there'd probably be half the suggestions your crew gives you aren't ones you would have come up with. Exactly. And so half the prompts we're given aren't ones that we can like readily work into the story or feel excited about starting on. But if we approach life with that fun flexibility and, um, you know, thoughts that are positive that lend to more fun and more pathways uh, and more positive experiences, more going with the flow. And that's just, in my opinion, a more fun and creative life Mm -hmm. worth living. Yes, it's in my opinion, too. I second that opinion that. It goes back to your grandfather's quote yet again. Things turn out best for those who make the best of the way things turn out. Yes. And that's true in improv and that's true out of improv. It's true any way you look at it because it's about how you look at it. And I love the spirit of improv that it's... It's literally magic happening right there. It's all these... Brain- it's synergy. We've talked about it with uh, the musicians jamming together a new song that they've never ever played all together ever mm-hmm. before. And that is so beautiful. That connection that our bri- our brains, our minds, our brines... Our brines. Can create together. It's such a cool practice. Indeed. And can have so much potential to to liberate you, to be freeing. Like I think we mentioned it on our podcast about Brooke Castillo in the Life podcast, that the Life Coach School podcast that um that if you're if you can feel any emotion, if you're not afraid of feeling any emotion, that you, then you can conquer anything. And that's true on the improv stage as well. If you're not afraid to look silly and go along with any storyline, if you're not afraid to have any conversation with your boss at work, if you're not afraid of what could happen any day, any time, then you'll be often a lot better off. Yep. You'll and when I did have my little brief stint in improv, it was really fun to be up on stage and to you know, be doing that, it's also really difficult because you question yourself just like you do in real life. And so it's pretty complicated once you're up there. But Ultimately, to be good at improv, all you have to be good at is being like a five-year-old on the playground. Mm -hmm. And a five-year-old on the playground doesn't have all the worries and all the negative thoughts that we have. They haven't been conditioned by all of their their negative circumstances this long. Or all the preoccupations and the thoughts that are already like, can I get this to go my way? They're less likely to have an ulterior motive, potentially. They're just like, this is free time. Let's play. Let's Mm -hmm. be imaginative. So if you can just hack that five-year-old spirit yeah. in all your life and get a little silly and be a little fun and put on a character mm-hmm. and you know just have some childlike curiosity perhaps mm-hmm. about life mhm invite some freedom into the mix and not the same storyline it has to be the same it's got to be regular it's comfortable it's easy that's all very easy, all very comfortable, but why not mix it up? Yeah, when we talk about life being a choose your own your own adventure, when I didn't mention that on the podcast, did I? I was just driving through town uh, recently, and it was so hot outside, and there was a little girl outside, and she was throwing a volleyball for herself. She'd like <laughs> oh, hit yeah. the volleyball, and then she'd run to the other side of she was. There wasn't a court or anything, but she was just hitting this volleyball and then running and grabbing the volleyball and. Hitting it back in the other direction, in a field next to a road, and she had a choice that day. What was she gonna do with her her one life, her one day, her weekend? How was she gonna handle? Was she gonna watch TV? Yeah. Was she gonna? No, like, she wanted to play volleyball. Around. Yeah, but she's like, well, I don't have anyone to play with. But she didn't let that so, stop her. She just yeah. went out there. You don't have a court. I don't have a net. She could have said <clears throat> all of these things, all these reasons, but no. And it just got me thinking, like, how every day we do the same mundane thing so often. Not every day, but a lot of our lives, you know? It's, like, very same. But we have the opportunity to take any turn, to take any change, any chance, any risk, if we want. And that can change the direction of our life. It Mm -hmm. is choose your own adventure every day. It's just our opportunity, our decision to be like, no, no. I'm going to yes and life today. I'm not just going to. No, I'm going to yes and. (laughs) I like that. That's awesome. That's where my unplanned improv brain goes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, we're not prepared. We're not prepared to share with you. The big secret is just saying yes. That's right. That's the big secret. And one of the other activities Patricia recommends in her book is um, picking a person, someone, and they don't need to know about it. They don't need to know that you've chosen them because they could probably take advantage of it. But you pick a person that you're going to just generally agree with this week. I'm going to just support their ideas. I'm going to try to find the good in whatever they suggest, even if it's something I'm not 100% about. I'm going to just really try to be on their team like we were on an improv squad. I love this. I know. Doesn't that sound like a a detoured practice? Like it's not the same course that you would always take because so often we're pre-programmed to just resist things that are new. And with this mentality, it gives you some freedom to take a new route and say, what would happen if I went at about – is it prettier? Is that flowering tree prettier from the west side because of the way the sun – gets it in the <laughs> afternoon like maybe I should go around and well, what's it. that what's that perspective look like and then if you did just support this person how that's going like, to change their perception and their attitude and how that's going to change the whole whole dynamic yeah. like if you are you know into the idea of you being agreeable more agreeable than our normal state of agreeableness mhm just agree with the idea that you're going to be more agreeable i think i could say yes to that perfect i have one other thing i would like to share in the realm of improv when i was doing my classes which if you have the funds and there's an improv lessons at a comedy club or something in your area and you're looking to have a little fun once a week and learn something new about yourself you should totally sign up Mm -hmm. um but my oh go on sorry I was Mm going to say, it'd be a lot like doing this writing exercise weekly. You show up, it doesn't matter, you play with it, have some fun, let it out, and go back to your normal life. What harm does it do? And it really does open up like a really cool vulnerable spot that you might not have explored yet, Mm -hmm. which can be fun and interesting. But one of the exercises they had us do is completely accessible to all of us right now. We were given homework one week to go out into the world and... Ask someone something that you knew without a doubt the answer would be no to. And the example they gave us was to ask a officer, like, hey, can I ride in your cop car and play with the lights? Like, clearly he's going to say no. Hopefully he's not going to arrest you. But, <laughs> but um, I went to the grocery store and I – this is actually my dad's idea because I couldn't think of what I should do and um, – which is silly – That's cute. I know. It's like talking to dad. I'm like, I have this thing going on. What do you think? And he's like, you should go to the grocery store and pick out the most expensive bottle of wine and tell him you just lost your job and you want it for free. (laughs) And so I did that. But stupidly, I went to my local grocery store and like the checkout gal was a girl that like I've seen lots of times up there, you know, and I went up with my $50 bottle of wine and told her I just like lost my job and I wasn't feeling very well and I wanted this bottle of wine for free and there was already someone standing behind me and she went to get her manager (laughs) oh my god my heart was pounding it was the funniest feeling and uh, she came back and told me that no madam sorry uh wine alcohol does not we can't give those types of things away for free. Like, maybe if I brought a bag of chips, she would have let me out. I don't know. Or the know. cake. Yeah. Mm. But um, I left and I felt completely, like, exhilarated. It was incredible. And I thought to myself, I was about to travel to go see my family. And I remember thinking, like, I should just ask to be upgraded to you know I should just start asking for all sorts of things and not worry about it Mm -hmm. of course I let my anxious self take over and didn't do that but it was like the coolest exercise so y'all go out into the world and ask someone something you know the answer is going to be no to just don't get arrested yeah it's fun play with that idea of it doesn't matter what they say it doesn't matter if they reject you Does it what the the best thing is that they could actually say yes and you could get to do so be careful about what you ask. I suppose in that regard. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, oh, this took a turn. Didn't that I was hmm. not planning on you saying yes. So maybe you want to start by saying yes to this next opportunity, which is an interactive writing exercise. You heard her right. Go on. Get out your pen and your pad. We're going to be doing a little story share. We are going to be using our online prompts from springhole.net. And we're excited. Yeah. We're going to pick a character first because that's going to be like setting the stage on your improv stage. Your one character. And then we're going to bring in a second character. And then we're going to throw in a one object ending curveball. You're going to have three minutes for each prompt and we can't wait to hear your stories and we can't wait to share our stories with you for our character this outgoing attractive old person with an eye patch yeah nice and your second prompt is a rebellious young adult with a strange crystal. <laughs> hmm. And for your last prompt, work in a duel. We have a duel on our hands. Alrighty, three more minutes. Here we go. Well, I don't know about you, but that turned out an interesting story. No way. We'll find out, I guess. I guess that's pretty typical that they're unusual. Mine's definitely unusual. Well, let's hear it. Okay. We didn't expect the surgery to take so long, ma'am. But when we got in there, we realized it was worse than we expected. You see, we thought you said he had a cataract. We We went in expecting a normal removal surgery. But what we found in your husband's eye was more disturbing. Tell me about this cat that attacked your husband. Did it have a rabies shot? We found particles of the cat's nail hair embedded into the corneal border, and the claw marks across the eyelid are a shame for such an attractive old guy. Right then, another young lady came into the waiting room, dressed in scrubs. But her scrubs had patches all over them, unique and colorful, not like the typical uniform. Her hair was dyed blue and green, and she had several piercings that seemed like they should be against hospital policy. She walked slowly up to me and the doctor and noticed, and I noticed she was holding something close to her chest with both hands. My first instinct was that it must be a tiny animal. I could really use a tiny animal right now, but no, it was a mystical, strange crystal. The doctor stepped away as the young lady got face to face with me, holding intense eye contact. She said it was a part of the holistic branch of the hospital that we look upon the crystal to identify the cause of my husband's suffering. I wasn't sure what she meant. I thought it was pretty clear that he had a cat attack, but I noticed, (laughs) but I nodded and went along with it, thinking, what's the worst that could happen? She gazed into that strange crystal and said slowly, I sense there was... A duel i smiled and just said yes <laughs> that was a really great story thanks right. i loved that a lot <laughs> i love that she ended up just saying yes she went with it yes mm-hmm. and what what else like... do you know about my husband's duel from your crystal yeah are you sure this is hospital protocol <laughs> anyway there's that that was wonderful thank you for sharing your story thanks for listening now let's share mine yes please we stood in the group of tourists waiting for the guide my husband Mark wasn't much for crowds he shifted in a way I knew meant he was uncomfortable hey thanks for being a sport I know this isn't your thing but loosen up it's gonna be fun the attractive, shirtless man came up to the group dressed in pirate gear, an eye patch, and yes, that is a real parrot on his shoulder. <laughs> cool. I'd always dreamt of the this Caribbean vacation. I had to include the Jolly Roger, all you can drink, pirate ship adventure in our plans. But this tour guide, wow, he was the real deal. He said, Arr right this way. Then he pulled out this old ratty looking map. I hope it isn't far, Mark said. Don't be overly enthusiastic, Mark, I responded sarcastically. The tour guide pirate pointed off in the distance, and I saw the ship materializing out of the fog. A young man I hadn't noticed before appeared in the center of the group, holding up a large crystal as he started to chant. The group of us then formed a circle around him, and we continued to walk toward the boat, I looked over and noticed my husband was no longer by my side. I was transfixed suddenly by the crystal. I started to feel my feet floating on the sand, but I had no control over them. The pirate pirate guide drew a huge sword out of his belt, and I no longer felt this adventure was affiliated with the Jolly Roger. The sky suddenly grew very dark and drops of rain started falling as the pirate ship came to shore. The group of us, like zombies almost, boarded the boat, and that's when I noticed my vision was blurred. I felt like my eyes had glazed over. Other pirates started showing up, and then there was a duel between our guide and all these cowboy characters. I rubbed my eyes, trying to make sense of what I was seeing. I closed my eyes hard and blinked them open to my husband Mark with a large glass of water and some Advil. (laughs) Here, honey. No more pina colada. Take these. We're almost back to shore. <laughs> I love it. That was so good. Thanks, friend. It's one of those that you really just don't know what you were writing. You look back like, wait, what is this story about? You were in the magic moment. Yeah. Love it. Feeling yeah. that October... Spirit. Yes. Yes. I love it. And being vulnerable, of course, we're working on this. Absolutely. As well. Yes. <laughs> so, are you going to be vulnerable? Maybe this week you're going to send us your story. Perhaps you didn't love those prompts and you're like, but maybe I am willing to try the exercise. Go back to one of our 37 other episodes. Wow. Whoa. Pick another set of prompts. You know, it's usually in the last 15 minutes or so. So skip ahead if you'd like and just do the exercise, send us some stories and uh... yeah. And be sure to subscribe and follow us on all of those social media apps out there. Whatever you do, share the love right here, right now. Bye. Bye. Here's some fun bloopers from the episode. Hope you get a laugh out of them because we think we're funny. (laughs) We found particles of the cat's nail hair embedded. Nail hair? (laughs) (laughs) Nail hair? They have nail hair. They're cats. We're going with it. (laughs) Nail. <clears throat> we found particles of the cat's nail hair <laughs> embedded into the corneal, well, into the corneal border and the clo- <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Monica. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> Thank you. Bubbles, fizzies, pop. Mm. <clears throat> <sighs> Did we say bye? Right here? Right now.